0: People can look confident on the outside and they can look really successful externally, yet inside they're dying. Inside they have very low self worth. Today I'm going to talk to you about three ways that you can improve your self worth. This is episode number 19 of the Decide Your Legacy podcast. I'm Adam Gragg, I'm a life coach, mental health professional for over 20 years. And my passion is to help people find transformational clarity and then take action to overcome their biggest fears. I talk about stuff, at least I try to in a way that a six-year-old can understand, so very basic concepts, yet helpful, applicable, practical information. I might not always do that. I might get a little more in-depth sometimes for different podcasts, but that is my hope is to be very simple. This is going to be a challenging topic for me today. I'm going to get a little more vulnerable than I probably usually do, and it's a very important topic. I I um. I see self worth issues with clients and people and friends, and you know our kids you know our our teens, our younger kids all the time and this thing a self- self worth basically it's your concept of yourself it's the first thing that maybe even subconsciously you think about when you reflect upon who you are as a person so some people have a self concept or self worth where they first thing they think about is i can do this i can handle that i have something to offer and it may be specific to something that they do like their job or a task they can perform an instrument they can play singing sports whatever and then this thing comes to mind in that issue in that task and they feel very confident they can handle it but overall self-worth is like am i valuable do i have something to offer outside of what i can do which is perishable am i worthy do i deserve people to accept me and love me that's that's this deep self-worth concept we're going to talk about today and 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 it's something that what i see if you don't have a good healthy self self-worth, con- self-concept, you know, you can make really bad decisions relationally. It can lead to mistreating other people, bullying. It can it can lead to making bad decisions with our careers, taking on clients we shouldn't take on. Um, Staying in relationships and friendships or whatever you want to call it that we shouldn't stay in. Dating decisions, poor decisions with money, addiction, just hiding out from people. All these negative things, depression rates can soar. And we have this phenomenon that a lot of high performing people, people that are presidents, CEOs, you know, athletes, um, (laughs) athletes. People that are successful artists, things like that, that they, when they discontinue their specific role, they often have really high rates of depression. And because, for one, that outside of that thing that they actually do, they don't feel worthy. So when they're doing that role and exercising that specific role, they feel like, well, I'm good enough. I can handle this. Outside of it, they have a tremendous level of insecurity. We can change that. You know, I am an example, <laughs> believe me, I, 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 I went through a divorce and this is not something I talk about a lot. I mean, it's been, it's been over three years now, but it's something that has led to a lot of hiding out in my life. I never thought it could happen, tremendous amount of shame. And the concept that that developed in my mind was, man, you know, you're a failure, Really, you know, you're a failure. People are going to, how can you, you're a family therapist. Come on, what's going on here? And that is something that led to a bunch of negative things in my life. Luckily, because of friends and family and, you know, there weren't these major life-altering things that happened as a consequence, but I can certainly see how easy it could be to, uh, to make very destructive decisions based on how you feel about yourself at the time. And when you recognize it, you can do something about it. So we're going to have some fun today. <laughs> I, got, I got some good stuff for you. Um, so uh, yeah, so thanks for tuning in. And just, just so you know, too. As you listen to this information, what, one thing I really hope to do with this podcast is to get more subscribers to my email list, to my e-newsletter, and I try to put out extraordinarily valuable content. If you sign up, you go to my website, which, I mean, uh, DecideYourLegacy.com, and um, you scroll down to the bottom, you sign up for the newsletter, you're going to get three really valuable tools. One is, is some life balance tips. It's actually an ebook that you can go through, hopefully fairly slowly, but get some great information, great way to start the year. You're going to get 50 of my favorite relationship building questions. And it's a tool you can use with your family and your team and your coworkers and everybody right away that can open people up, open you up. Um, and then you're also going to get a, a uh, Five Days to Overpowering Anxiety. So it's a five-day guide to overpowering anxiety. And it's some of my best content. You just got to use it and apply it. I mean, if you don't, it won't help you, obviously. So this uh, concept of self-worth, let's jump right in. What I'm going to do today, though, is I'm going to go out of these three tips. I'm going to discuss, the for me, what the hardest way to work on self-worth is first. And then I'm going to give you for me, what the easier ac- actionable items are. So think about that. I don't know for you, though, it might be in reverse. This is just the way that I approach it. And for one, it's because taking action for me is so hard. And that's the first, first way to work on self-worth is to take some kind of bold action, to step out, to do something. You know, I... With my divorce, I hid out. I just decided that I am not going to put myself in any kind of situation where someone can ask me questions or someone can judge me or look down on me. So what that initially meant is I can't see clients because they could potentially ask me. I mean, people knew that I was married. People... People knew my ex-wife, and this whole thing could come out very easily. So I couldn't just totally cancel seeing clients, though, because I needed to make a living. And, and at that point, my living was primarily from seeing clients. So, I mean, I had to go out there and expose myself. But if there was any chance somebody could ask me a question, I was going to derail them. I was going to distract them. But eventually, I started to, if they did ask... I would share, and it'd be just some basic information, and then I realized that it was okay and that some people are going to judge me, but a lot of people were going to see that even as something I could offer them, a way to help them. I'm more of a fellow traveler. We got to take some kind of action. When you take action to do something that is scary that you know you got to face, which I did you are going to start getting evidence contrary to what you really think and believe. And that evidence, at least little pieces of evidence, and you might not get all the evidence that you want. In fact, you may face some fears in your life and get some real negative evidence, like people confirm what you already think. You put yourself out there and they mistreat you and judge you and whatever. But then there's going to be these little things that happen that are reminders that you are doing the right thing because you're taking an action. I went to Dallas with my daughter over the week, um, weekend, week after Christmas, and on that trip, we went to a bunch of museums, different activities and things. There's this tower in in the Dallas area, Memorial Tower, and I think it's like 40, 50 stories high, and I, I didn't tell her what we were going to actually do, but so I pulled up to the parking lot, and I said, we're going to go up in that thing, and then she has a meltdown and why I have no idea because she's been in taller buildings before but she just got really scared and that was because her view of the situation was negative well it could be scary something could go wrong it's going to be bad And then eventually, through bribery, I convinced her to give it a shot. She did it, and of course, this happens over and over again. I mean, you as parents know this. We challenge our kids to do something scary, and then they end up loving it, and they wanna stay there, and they keep talking about it, and they take all these pictures, and it's like the best part of the trip, that sort of thing. And we've had these experiences with roller coasters, um, different risky type things, eating new foods, trying new things, even meeting new people. There's been times that I've bribed my daughter to go up and talk to another kid at school or to go up and talk to another kid at church or go up and talk to another stranger even. And sometimes I'll tell her I'll pay her some money if she does it. And then generally she's always really pumped up because she gets some positive feedback. Sometimes it doesn't go really well, but she's taking a risk to do something different. And for me, I I love... A lot of times taking risks and putting myself out there involves, I know I have this insecurity in my life and I just don't want to do it. But everything about me is pulling me away cognitively, but I know in my gut intuitively it's the right thing. So what do you do here? If you want to take bold action in your life, here's some application. I call this the, the 10, 10, and 10. This is an intuitive activity that I like people to engage in. And it's something where you take an issue or a problem or whatever the decision, the decision you wanna make and you say, and you decide on something. So let's say for me, it's I'm gonna decide to go to a divorce support group. And then I say, after I do that, how am I gonna feel, or after I make that decision, how am I I gonna feel 10 minutes later 10 days later and then 10 months later and then I write something down so I'll probably feel insecure 10 minutes later probably 10 days later I might still feel insecure 10 months later I'm probably going to be excited about it and glad I did it because I'm going to make some relationships there I'm going to have gotten and made some progress on an area where I'm actually hiding so that activity connects you not with your head because you it forces you to not actually overthink it but it gets you in a place where you're going to have to do some kind of take some kind of action or at least identify an action that you can take another thing you can do is you can decide on in hopefully intuitively what are some risks that I want to take that I know I should and you you give yourself a timeline you say I got five minutes to identify five things that are fairly scary for me that are scary really scary actually you're going to require me to be vulnerable I'm going to go ahead and list those things right now I got five minutes and it forces you out of your head to say in my guts. You know, not here, in my gut, this is what I know I should actually do. So it could be, I'm going to reach out to this family member. I'm going to join this new group. I'm going to check out this new resource. I'm going to call this person I haven't talked to. I'm going to share something with somebody that I haven't wanted to share that is concerning. So having an assertive conversation with somebody. I don't know what it is for you, but it could even be something physically risky, like you're going to go ride a roller coaster this summer or... This week, you know, when you don't actually do that, you're going to try to do something different that you'd never actually do before professionally, like record a podcast or write down a tip sheet that you're going to actually distribute to people that has your name on it or your brand on it that someone can actually criticize. All those things could come to you intuitively. It may be inspirational come even listening to this podcast, but you're taking some kind of bold action, which you have to absolutely do. Um, Another thing, let me share with you an action that I took once. I remember in these times I've had breakthroughs in my life and where I really feel good are when I'm doing something totally different. I mean, this podcast, for one, I mean, every time I get ready to do one, I try to talk myself out of it, especially this one, because I knew that I was going to share some things I didn't want to share with anybody. So it was like, uh, I woke up at five, couldn't sleep. This is all I thought about. Well, I'm glad I woke up at five because sometimes I wake up at three. Waking up at five isn't that big of a deal. It means I got a decent night's sleep. But something I remember doing at age 21 is I had this girl that I liked. And I I went to – She, I was a Fidel fraternity. She was a DG. And I convinced – well, I I was the president of the fraternity. And I got some of the pledges. In fact, they probably didn't have a choice. But they they were going to – didn't really know this girl. But – Gonna give her a rose on Valentine's Day from me at their big sorority dinner, and and they did it. And I remember buying the rose, giving it to them, say it's from me, that kind of thing. And uh, and when they, when they left with that rose, I knew like, well, oh my gosh, man, this is this is crazy, you know, because I don't even know this girl kind of thing and a big sorority I was in a big fraternity I mean we had crossed paths but but those kinds of things make you feel alive and it didn't go anywhere really in fact she had a boyfriend remember that (laughs) didn't like that result but um I I was kind of you know anyway but I did something I did something different and and that's what I want want you to do I want you to figure out those things that you can do that are different and take some kind of action based on whatever it is that you feel inspired, that your intuition is challenging you to do. So, second thing, second way to improve your self-concept, give back. Give back to others. Find a way to actually give back. And this, all three of these ways, they are connected. They're, they're definitely connected. Giving back is gonna is gonna mean that you're gonna connect with people in a different way. And it's gonna hopefully be in a way where you're you feel you have a way to contribute and you may not be fully confident it's a way you can contribute but it's some way that you can offer what your life experiences to other people and, and your motive behind it has to be pure. It can't be to make money. It can't be to um, improve my self-worth specifically. I mean, it has to be because, and it can be a mixed motive, which I believe most of the time there are mixed motives. It's like, well, I want to help other people because I genuinely care. And I also, you know, also know it can help my self-worth. Or I want to help people because I genuinely am passionate about this and I want to get out there and really help this person or help these people but I also know that it does provide a paycheck or it does provide business oppor- opportunities to do so. So you question your motives, you challenge your motives, you look at your motives, but if your motive is pure, it's uh, at least it has a partial purity to it. I don't know if anything's ever pure, I mean, with mankind exactly, but I don't know if I'm ever like totally pure motives, but but hopefully you're leaning in that direction and you're like, I'm passionate about, This kind of way of service, I can mentor people, I can mentor kids, I can volunteer at church, I can help the homeless, I can give more money, I can help people financially, I can do something to help a nonprofit create a podcast and do it for free, or I can help a nonprofit on board and. Get real excited about it because I'm passionate about that and I've been running a company and I know how to handle and help with these kinds of situations. I don't care what it is, obviously. I say that again and again. But you find some way to get out there and to give yourself away. If, if you want ideas on this, well, you know, go back to your intuition and five minutes, just write down some things you're passionate about and how might you be able to plug that into your community How might you be able to give these talents and things that you have away to other people? So giving yourself away, for me, I know, when I, after my divorce, I mean, one of the things that I really was helpful is the fact that my job involved me, involved helping other people with a lot of similar types of struggles. And in my mind, my self-concept was like, Adam, you're a failure. You can't do this. Look at this. You know They're looking for somebody who has it all together and you don't. You did, but you don't now. Look at you. And how can you actually help other people? Because you've had this struggle yourself and you haven't overcome whatever this is, this situation. And reality is, is that in most situations, it just grew my empathy for them it grew my ability to connect with them. I was able to zone in and still and help them to reach their goals at a greater capacity because for some reason, that connection piece, if I let go and take action and just fully try to engage and help them get to where they wanna go, its helps me. It takes my mind off of my own insecurities, takes my mind off of my failures, which I've had some, I mean, obviously if you wanna define it as a failure, it's just something that can be used eventually for good, a way to help other people. But that giving away aspect, it's like, wow, I do have something to give and I am I am worthy, I am useful. And it, was, it had nothing to do with the stuff that was going on in my head. In fact, it was because I took the risk to go out there and to give something to other people. It was, wow, I can do something here. And it's not that I don't have to fight with that because all these self-worth things I'm still fighting with, honestly, um, struggling with, and this is a challenge for me. I talk about subjects. I say that in my podcast that I struggle with myself. I'm a fellow traveler, but it does help when I find ways to genuinely engage other people and serve them and give some things away, give my life away in some capacity. So how can you do this practically speaking? Well, for one, I would encourage you to try to make new connections because those are going to offer you opportunities to give yourself away. And in fact, there's a link to seven ways adults can make new friends in this podcast. So I want you to Check that out if you're looking for ways to connect with other people and opportunities to connect that might give you some insight into how you can give your life away. But it's gonna take, like I said, these are all connected. It's gonna involve taking some kind of bold action as well. And by the way, I have, over the last two weeks, I took a couple weeks off and I had a chance to reflect upon clients that I've had over the last year and some of the some of the ways and the encouraging stuff I've seen just people reaching out to family and having conversations that I know were scary and volunteering in ways that really not feeling like they had anything to give back and seeing that they had so much to offer and handling issues they've put off for so long and doing things and getting closure on issues in the past by finally actually addressing it and talking about it, really exciting to see this kind of stuff. And I had not actually taken the time to actually reflect upon successes with clients and with companies and with teams and business. But I took a day, uh, probably a greater part of a day at least, to just kind of zero in on the things that have gone well over the last year. And it's not too late to do that. You can do at any point in the year. Um, great exercise and a little. Well, that's kind of a side thing, but if you can't, if you have the time to step back and say, here's what I, here's the good stuff that's happened in my life and the good stuff you've seen in other people and the stuff that's been a success, that's going to lead to you being able to make application with this first way of building up yourself com- concept. It's going to show you that these are things, these are risks I can take that actually paid off. These are relationships that I engage that actually help me to build confidence in myself. These are things I've seen in other people that have made a difference in their life that I can apply to my life. These are things, activities and ways I can actually help other people because in 2020, I was able to help somebody that way or I saw the success in somebody else's life. So that's a great way of making application as well. Let's talk about the third. The third way and i would say this is for me this is the most easy way to work on your self-concept it's really the way in the place that i start with clients as well and so a lot of people like to start here or at least i challenge people to start here although for me personally the action is more important it's much more difficult but i think the action is actually more important than putting so much time into self-reflection i can get stuck in my head even with that but it's basically to to learn how to accept yourself to accept yourself just the way that you are, to accept yourself for your failings, for your challenges, for your strengths, for your weaknesses, for all those things that you have and that that could be getting in the way. I mean, even being able to accept the fact that things like me being being divorced, I mean, has happened and I can't do anything about it. And it's part of my history. It's part of my legacy, honestly, and it can be used for good. I haven't, I don't see the whole picture. It's not that I wish it ever happened. It's not that I wish that on anybody. It's not that there's, you know, not a struggle there. But the way that I view God is he knows the whole picture, you know, and it's not that I don't make bad decisions that exercise my free will that impact the situation, but he still knows the whole picture. And I can find some rest and some peace in that and so if i can learn to accept myself and one of the activities that i like people to engage in is just identifying some things that they really like about themselves that are intrinsic traits they're things that can't be taken away from them so things like your job and your looks and your physical abilities athletic abilities even you know your voice potentially even things like money, your family, intangible things, um, successes during the year, those are all fragile. They can, they're fading. They can take away, di- they can be taken away, they're diminishing. You know, you may be super attractive now and hopefully you stay that way um, and you take care of your physical health and you, you know, do all the stuff you should do <laughs> to take care of your, your health, but you're, you're still going to age. And over time, there's still going to be some breakdown. Um, your job, you can't work your job forever. I mean, just not any job I've ever heard of that you can consistently stay engaged in at the same level for your entire life. You're going to either decrease your, your, your engagement in that career or you're going to retire from that career. You're going to shift or whatever. So so you'll learn to to figure out and identify what are these things in myself that I can that I'm never it's never going to be taken away from me and I have this capacity to to help other people to 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 use this in not just my current role but in any role that I'm actually in. So if you took away and your passion is music and you took away the ability to sing and play the guitar well well you're you may always have the ability to inspire other people to love music that you may not always be able to sing the way you want to sing, you know, and maybe you lose the ability to use your hands and you can only talk, but you still have this intrinsic passion that you can spread, and even you can make that broader. It's it's a passion for spreading creativity and art and art and truth through music and poetry, and there's so much crossover there. But if you can zero in on this is something that I really enjoy. I love this about myself. It's not something that I even to have any ownership personally i didn't do this. This is something I was born with. I just love this, and you can use that to give you a self concept that can never be be diminished it's like I have this in me, regardless of what anyone says or whatever happens and you know I have these moments in my life where i'm insecure, and even today, after this podcast i'm i'm gonna be involved in an event um where where I'm gonna be speaking and it's virtual, but I have a lot of insecurity. Like I feel like I'm going into a situation where I'm not qualified. And I am qualified, but it just to me my self-concepts being triggered, this whole self worth thing, and I have this message in my mind like I don't have a whole lot to offer. Why do they even have me here? They're 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 paying me too much. I mean, I'm I'm dead serious. This is the struggle that I can actually have. And I've done these kinds of things before it's not like I can't handle it. I talking about, it's talking about mental health, anxiety, stress in the workplace, that sort of thing. But I'm battling that. And if I learn and have, and to say, well, I have something to offer, but that, that can, that can be helpful. But I have these moments where, where all of a sudden, all that insecurity drops away. And it's like, it's very powerful. It's, it's i can't even explain it it's just these moments where like um i'm i'm good enough yeah i'm just going to be myself and i'm good enough and i can carry that into an interaction and it changes everything i can't control those moments i like to say they're god-given it's it's a decision that i make to invite god into the situation and to let these insecurities and these ego-driven things, and I have a big stinking ego that gets in the way, they, they, they melt away. And I can just accept myself for me. I, I don't know exactly how to do it, but that's the one thing, is just identify these intrinsic positive traits. Um, I know that, that a lot of times, and I can think of things with me just growing up, I, I would get... Validation from achievement a lot, and that's not a bad thing, but I would get I grew up as a middle child and i I grew up um, where at least from my perception, my brother and my sister they were more vocal about their needs and communicated more and I decided that I was going to get validation by just kind of doing everything not rocking the boat, you know, like not drawing a lot of attention to myself. So I got attention, positive attention through athletics um, was was one of the main ways. And I so I put a lot of value and emphasis on that and not really on school. I did get some attention for just being funny and goofy, um, but those were all external kinds of things. And some of that came from the environment I grew up in because it seemed that, the people that I was around, not just my family, but there was a lot of validation for how we performed. So so education and, and good things, you know, having a good job, things like that. But there was a negative part of that where I had to and went with this, I got to always – focus on these extrinsic things in my life and make sure I maintain those at a high level. And when I can, so then money becomes really important. I get sucked into to money or my job or people looking at me as a successful professional or whatever. And then those moments where like I can just let go of that, they're so refreshing. It's like I can finally sleep. I don't have to live here anymore. It's not It's, I can just be myself. I can just let go. I see that in my daughter sometimes, around her friends, and she can just let go. And she can just be herself. And it's like, who is this? This is is Emerson, you know? Like, it's nobody, nobody can take that away from her. She's just being herself. So you have that as well. And of course, that's going to take, hopefully, connecting with other people. It's going to take some bold action to live that way. It's going to take getting out there. You're going to have to do some things different. You're going to have to do some things different. So you can... In this this podcast, I'm also gonna link to a worksheet I use with clients on identifying your positive traits as well. So you can find that in the show notes in the the notes of this podcast as well. So let's go ahead and wrap this up here. Except, first of all, three ways to work on your self-concept. Take some kind of action. So what are you gonna do? What's something you're gonna do differently? Who are you gonna connect with? Who are you gonna reach out to? What are you gonna do? And that action might just be doing the right thing. It might just be for once in one area of your life when you're tempted to go ahead and fall into some kind of addictive habit, when you're tempted to run and hide, you're actually gonna be open. You know, you're not gonna be like me and not wanna talk about my divorce. You're gonna appropriately find ways to open yourself up to other people. So take a bold action. Find a way to give yourself away to legitimately serve other people, to give back to other people, to plan that into your life, even if it's just once a month, even if it's just once in a while, but you're gonna try to do something. It could be something different even on your current job where it's a new approach with your coworkers where you're giving back and your motive is to help versus to get, and that will change your self-concept for sure. And then the third thing is to learn how to accept yourself to fully accept yourself just where you are, just in this role now, accepting you're at the place you should be and you can and you are valuable and you're worth it. Regardless of what's happened, you know, you don't have to be perfect. No one's expecting you to be perfect and you can come just as you are. I want you to think about this. This can be yourself, your your plan. You know, this is this can be your plan to go to that next level in your life by caring for yourself in a different way by applying this information. I, I can't think of a more worthy task than working on self-worth. And I can't think of a task that can be, um, well, uh, potentially is overwhelming, is, is going to the next level there. And one of the biggest fears that I sense from my clients And customers and companies is I can't change, I can't change. How can I change? Um, There's no way I can change. And 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 it may be something they don't even actually admit, but that's a fear. I'm stuck here. It's permanent. Nothing can. Nothing's gonna get better. And that in itself is something we can make just the shift with knowing and believing that I can actually change. I can be somebody new. I can get to this new place is huge. And in the next podcast that I'm gonna record, I'm gonna I'm gonna break down some of the biggest limiting fears that clients have and show you and walk you through a process that I take them through to change that. So they can be in a much healthier place emotionally because when we make that shift, just even like believing I cannot change, I cannot feel worthy, nothing's going to change, I'm never going to feel worthy to believing that, yeah, I have some hope now that as I work on this stuff and I take action and I serve and I work on my self-concept that this can actually change things can actually change. So tune in for that podcast because I'm going to actually talk in a way that's going to be a little more advanced than what I would normally talk and go into depth describing my clients, detailed information, but go into really specific examples, working with clients of how they change their limiting mind, their, their how they ch- the process, I, the details if I walk them through so they can make this shift, like believing they can actually change. And by the way, when you identify those things you love about yourself, post them somewhere like your goals. Find four things, ask your spouse, ask your friends, those intrinsic traits and post them somewhere. If you focus on them and have them on your mind, you're more apt to actually see I have this thing to offer other people and I can offer this to other people. It'll be more on your mind. Um please if you uh, found this helpful which I'm confident many of you listeners will find this topic helpful, subscribe to my podcast, the Decide Your Legacy podcast on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. I want you to also please subscribe to the newsletter. Go to decideyourlegacy.com. Go down to the bottom Put in your email information, I'm gonna send you those really valuable, very simple bullet point kind of things. Easy to read, you know, your 50 relationship building questions, your life balance tips and five days to overpowering anxiety. And As you subscribe, I'm, I'm really trying to grow this list because I got some great new products coming out. Um, I'm thinking about different things. I know I took some time off to create a course, well, I hate to say it, but I haven't actually finished the course. I I am working on a number of projects that can help me to help more people. So tune in, stay tuned. Remember that next podcast is gonna be more in-depth and is a worksheet that I'm gonna walk you through, the same one I use with my clients. So you're really gonna wanna potentially even sit back. I know a lot of people listen to podcasts while they run and exercise. This may be one where you actually wanna sit there and go over the worksheet on your own. Not that you can't listen to it on a run as well, So the clients that I work with that make the biggest changes, that do change, well, first of all, they come to some level of awareness. So hopefully today you were inspired, you gained some awareness today. Then they go to acceptance where they say, yes, this is true. I need to work on this. I need to work on my self-worth. I need to make some changes. And the third thing is, which is the first thing that I started with as a point today, is they got to take action. So what action are you going to take today? And I've got a question for you, and you can list this or email me your answer. What bold action can you take? What bold action, based on this podcast to improve your self worth, just one thing can you take? And why? Why you chose that one? Send that to me. Thank you for tuning in to the Decide Your Legacy podcast. Make a decision to apply something from today. Decide Your Legacy. It's about your future. You decide your legacy, nobody else. Make a decision, make some application, and I'll see you next time. This show is part of the ICT Podcast Network. For more information, visit ictpod.net.